Hey CEO, I have an important question for you today. Are you running your business or is your business running you? If it's time to get your business in order so you can fully step into your role as a confident, in-control CEO, then I want to invite you to this advanced training series that I'm hosting live on May 20th through May 24th. We're calling it the 90 Day CEO Sustainable Success Series. And over these four days, we're gonna break down our research-backed, client-proven process to help you sustainably scale your business without hustling, without overworking, and without burnout. If you've been winging it in your business, hoping that you'll eventually get caught up and telling everyone in your life that when things calm down, you'll be a real functioning human again, this series is especially for you so that you can reclaim your life as you scale up your business. All you have to do is head over to theceocollective.com slash success and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. What would it look like if 2022 was the year that you outsmarted the hustle? You didn't have to work 24-7 in order to have a successful business. I hear from so many women entrepreneurs who are just working crazy long hours. They're doing everything behind the scenes themselves. And then it feels like they're always putting out fires because there's always another emergency that they have to deal with in their business. Friends, Panic is not a business strategy. And if your business is constantly in emergency mode, it might be because you're running it by default instead of by design. You are always reacting instead of being proactive. And when you learn to run your business by design, this is when things begin to run like clockwork. And that's why in today's episode, we are going to consciously design a business that works for you in 2022. Let's dive in. Are you ready to grow from solopreneur to CEO? You're in the right place. I'm your host, Rachel Cook, and I've spent the last decade helping women entrepreneurs start and scale service-based businesses. If you're serious about building a sustainable business, it's time to put the strategy, systems, and support in place to make it happen. Join me each week for candid conversations about stepping into your role as CEO, the hard lessons learned along the way, and practical, profitable strategies to grow a sustainable business without the hustle and burnout. Hey, CEOs. Now, before we get into today's episode, you know I've got a reminder for you to go grab the workbooks at rachelcook.com slash B-Y-E. I know how easy it is to get into a podcast series like this and you're thinking, oh, this is a great idea. I have so many insights. But when you haven't actually sat down to create the plan, to document the plan, then all of those ideas and insights are just going to fly away. I want you to remember that every 10 minutes that you create your plan will save you an hour in implementation. So even though it takes some time up front, planning in the long term will save you so much time and energy when it comes time to actually get the thing done. So if you spend an hour with me this week doing the actual planning in this challenge, you'll save 10 hours in implementation. And if you spend even more time creating your plan, then you really are saving yourself so many more hours in the coming year ahead. And that's why today's workbook is especially helpful because we want to make sure that your business is working for you instead of you 
working yourself to the bone for your business in 2022. We want to make sure that your business is 100% aligned with what you want to experience next year. So print out those workbooks at rachelcook.com slash B-Y-E, and then make sure you pop into the CEO club to continue the conversation with me. All right, let's get into today's challenge to create your business by design. Hey there, welcome to the Plan Your Best Year Ever Challenge. I'm Rachel Cook, host of the Promote Yourself to CEO podcast and founder of the CEO Collective. We are officially at the midpoint of this five-day challenge, and today is really the highlight of the entire challenge in my mind. So today we're moving on to designing your business because amazing businesses are not created by default. They are created by design. So far in our challenge, we have done day one, reviewing last year, 2021, and we've completed the exercises for day two, which is all about creating your life by design in 2022. So you might be wondering, Rach, why are we doing business design after lifestyle design? Well, life before business is one of our strongest values here at the CEO Collective. And this is such a huge part of my methodology because too often I hear from women entrepreneurs who are burned out. They have been working way too hard, way too many late nights, too many weekends, feeling like they are just burning the candle at both ends. And it is not sustainable. By the time they get a year or two or three into their business, they are no longer motivated or inspired. In fact, their dream business may have become kind of a nightmare. So how do we avoid that? Well, we design our business to match our life. So when you have the painted picture for your life in 2022, we can slip on our CEO hat and start doing some strategic planning. The strategic planning process I want to walk you through today is the same one that I share with my clients inside the CEO Collective to ensure that their business is aligned with their version of success. Not my version, not anyone else's version, not their parents' version or their colleagues' version or society's version of success, but their unique version of success. And this is so crucial because as entrepreneurs, we often get excited about all the ideas, but sometimes those ideas can turn into shiny objects that distract us and keep us from focusing our time and our energy and our resources on the things that will actually move our business forward. So let's dive into this. Part one of today's exercises is looking at your personal definition of success This is so crucially important. It is so foundational to making sure that your business is aligned with what you actually want in your life, because otherwise we can go after all of the professional and career accolades. We can go after all the big things only to find that we don't really have much of a life to go along with it. So think about what is your personal definition of success? What is a successful relationship with your family, your friends, your partner, your children all look like? How do you know you're being successful in this area of your life? How will you feel successful in your lifestyle? Is it having the freedom to go travel the world and work from anywhere? Is it having the flexibility to work the hours you prefer to work? Is it living in a certain area or having a certain home? What does that lifestyle look like that makes you feel like you are truly living life on your terms? What does success in your health and wellness look like? And I do want to say here, this is not meant to be 
throw yourself into some crazy workout routine, but how will you feel successful in truly taking care of yourself and your self-care and your overall well-being? How do you feel successful through having other hobbies? That's right. We can have hobbies and interests and things that are not related to our business. What does that look like? How are you successful in making time and space for those in your life? And how do you define success in your spiritual or emotional or personal development journey? What does that look like for you? You are the only person that can define success in any of these areas of your life. And if we don't have that definition, if we don't have that clarity, then it's really easy to find ourselves not prioritizing these things, not making space or time for them in our calendar. And that leads to a lack of fulfillment in our lives. So create your personal definition of success first before you think through your professional definition of success. And this one is where you really want to think about who are the clients you want to be working with? What does success look like in your creativity or in the type of content you're creating or in the visibility you're creating for your business? What does success look like in your support system or your team? How are you showing up as a leader for your business? And what does success look like in your overall business growth? All of these prompts are in the workbook for today. So make sure you have downloaded today's workbook so that you can really take a little bit of time with each of these areas because they will help give you more clarity about the business you are growing into. Once you have that clarity, then we need to go on to part two. And this overlaps with part one, but who are your dream clients that you really want to focus on next year? I think this is so important because when we all first get started, we tend to say yes to anybody. And over time, we find that there are clients we love working with and clients that we don't always love working with. So nothing can make your business more stressful than those clients who just aren't a perfect fit. And as you build your confidence in yourself, in your skills, in your business, you really want to be aligning with the type of clients who are going to get the best results who you love working with. So who are your dream clients? What are their top attributes? What are the similarities they all have? What are the qualities they all have that makes them so great to work with, so easy to work with, so much fun to work with? Make sure you are really thinking clearly about who you want to bring into your business next year. Then in part three, we are going to shift into money mode. We want to have a real revenue plan here. And I know it's really easy to just pull a revenue goal out of thin air, but we are not doing that. So yesterday, we did an exercise to figure out how much it costs to live your life and what you need to pay yourself in order to make some dream life upgrades next year. So this is really important to know. If your revenue plan is not actually going to fund your dream lifestyle, then it becomes very challenging to stay in business for the long haul because essentially your business becomes an expensive hobby, a tax write-off, but none of us are here for that, right? We want a profitable, sustainable business where we are going to be able to live our dream life from the business earnings that we have coming in. So we're going to do a tiny bit of number crunching. What we want to do is think about 
how much our business needs to bring in in order to pay us what we want to make. So in the workbook, I shared some percentages that are really helpful to keep in mind. And this is from the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Highly recommend this book. He shares that most businesses generating under $250,000 a year in gross revenue should be ideally paying that business owner about 50% of total revenue in their take-home pay. So if your goal was to earn $50,000 in take-home pay, then your business needs to generate $100,000 in order to also make sure that you are putting aside some money in your profits making sure that you have enough to pay your taxes, having enough money available to pay your operating expenses. So to keep this math simple, you want to be thinking about your business revenue goal likely needs to be two to three times your personal take-home pay goal. So if $50,000 is not enough, let's say you want $100,000 in take-home pay, your business will likely need to generate $200,000 to $250,000 annually in order to help pay that salary. So let's look at this again. Goal revenue, your revenue goal is your goal CEO pay times two. So this is a really simple way to figure out what that revenue goal needs to be. And once you have that revenue goal, then we need to figure out what are we selling in order to reach that goal. Okay. So once we knew know what our revenue goal is, we need to figure out what we are selling, and how much of it we are selling at what price point we are selling it. First, we want to look at what we sold last year. And again, this is a review process. It is really easy to ignore this step. But the honest truth is, over time, we tend to create different offers, and we're not clear about which offers are the most profitable ones. We're not clear about which ones drive the most revenue. And over time, If you're not clear about this, you'll find yourself spread way too thin with a lot of small things that don't add up to big profits. So we want to go through line by line, what is the product program or service you sold? How much did you sell it for? How many sales did you have of that specific offer? And what was the total revenue? And you're going to go through this line by line by line with everything you sold last year. What you will probably find is that there are one or two offers that maybe you put out there and they aren't getting the results you're looking for. Or you think through the offers that you had and you're like, you know what? I really don't think this is one I want to keep for next year. That is okay. You are allowed to prune out offers that are no longer a fit for the direction you want to go. So once you have done this review, then you want to look ahead And our goal here is to figure out what are you selling next year at what price point and how many sales do you need to make of each offer in order to hit your total goal revenue. Ideally, this becomes simpler as you streamline the number of offers that you have. If you have too many offers, it becomes a lot more challenging to market them. Keep in mind that for each offer that you have, each product program or service, You have to have multiple systems in place in order to market that offer, sell that offer, and deliver that offer to your clients. So for each new product, program, or service, you have more and more and more complexity in your business. But if you can streamline it, streamline how many things you're offering to the 
ones that are the most profitable that really drive results for your business, you'll find that things simplify because you don't need as many marketing systems behind the scenes. You don't need as many sales systems and you don't need as many customer delivery systems. This is one way we can simplify our strategy, but amplify our results. Okay. And the final thing we want to look at as we are designing our business, we want to think about what has been the marketing strategy that actually works for you. And I think this is so critically important because the truth is what works best for someone else may not be the right strategy for you at all. And the best way to figure this out is to review your last 10 clients. Where did those paying clients actually come from? I will literally go back through when we get new sales into the business and I will go in to figure out either from the intake form or from their email records or whatever to figure out where did this client come from? Where did they hear about my business? When did they join? How long were they following me before they decided to work with us? And this gives us so much insight. This is a major reason that we decided to double down on podcast interviews as one of our key attract strategies and let go of a lot of other ones that just were not getting the results we were looking for. So going through this process will help give you so much clarity in what actually works for you in your business. So go ahead and dive into today's workbook. These five different parts of the workbook are going to help you get clarity on which strategies are the best fit for you and your business and what you want to be thinking about as you are designing your business for the year ahead. I know today is a big one, so please take a minute to pop into the CEO club and let me know your aha and your insights as you're working through this workbook with me. Okay, I'll see you in tomorrow's challenge. There you have it. We are halfway there. We are halfway through the plan your best year ever challenge. And I hope you're really getting excited because this is the time where I see a lot of people starting to have those light bulb moments, realizing that we have been spending time and energy on tasks, on activities that aren't really getting the results we are hoping for in our business. And we start to see what may be a better fit for us the types of activities that do actually bring those paying clients in the door. Maybe this is the point in the challenge where you're realizing there's a marketing strategy that works really, really well for you, but it's the opposite of what seems to be popular, what all the gurus are talking about. And maybe the thing that the gurus have been telling you you should do just doesn't feel right. It doesn't really work as well for you. This is the type of clarity we need to design a business that truly works for you. That's 100% in alignment with how you show up best for yourself, your clients, and your community. I want to make sure that you complete this challenge because this is just the beginning. The next couple of days are where we're going to pull this thing all the way through to creating that 12-month profit plan. So make sure you have downloaded all the workbooks. Again, rachelcook.com slash B-Y-E. And in the next couple of days, as we wrap this challenge, we're going to take all of these insights, all of this brainstorming, all these ideas and crystallize them into clear goals that then we can translate into our 12 month profit plan. This is the fifth year that I have been, or maybe the sixth year even that I have been running the plan your best year ever challenge. 
And again and again, I have people coming back each and every year because they start seeing the traction, they start seeing the momentum. And if you've had those types of shifts in your business, you've been through the challenge before, and now you're seeing what has changed year over year, I want to hear from you. So pop into the CEO club and let me know how the plan your best year ever challenge has impacted your business. All right. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode and I'll talk to you tomorrow.